Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe, or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry by the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. This is Heather Dubrow's World, and now you can live in it two times a week right here on Podcast One. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, my gosh. That's the last time I'm going to say that because next week we are starting a new look, a new name. I know I talked about it yesterday, but I'm going to tell you so much fun things. So such poor English. So many wonderful, fun, fabulous things happening in March, March Madness. It's all here. It's also uh, Women's History Month, which is incredible. And continuing my guest of amazing women, my next guest, I met her at Javier's. When Terry and I were just hanging out, and this beautiful soul came over to say hi, and I met her, fell in love, and here she is. She is a mother, wife, sister, and founder of the Glass Slipper Foundation. She's a television personality. She's been in law enforcement. She's a bailiff. She does it all. This woman is incredible. Please welcome Cinder Eller Kimball. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Heather. First of all, you look fabulous. Thank you. You have to forgive me. I have no makeup on and I'm wearing a onesie. I thought it was called a unitard, but apparently it's called a onesie because I have a photo shoot later. So I had to like just throw myself together. You don't need makeup. You're very kind. Thank you. You don't need makeup. Yeah, it was amazing. amazing when I came in. I was like, oh my gosh, you made me feel good. I was trying to figure out what to wear and what to do. And I was like, I got to go back to work. So, you know, I didn't know what to do. So I'm glad I feel good. You look great. I'm so happy you're here. You know, it's funny when people come up to us, meaning you and me, because you're on television. I'm I'm not like you. No. When people come up to us, they, you know, and, and they're like, hi, whatever, you know, you never know how, how someone's approaching. Either you know them. Right. And you don't remember. Right. Or they're like a fan of the show right. kind of thing or, right. you know, something. And you came over and you had the most beautiful energy, the biggest smile. And so, and Terry and I just fell in love with you. Thank you. I was so nervous because when I walked by, I said, you know, in my mind, I said, I got to go say hi. So my husband went and sat down. I said, I'm going to the restroom. He didn't know I was even coming back. <laughs> and so I was like, that's what I was like. You know what? I apologize for walking up to you guys on your no. intimate. I said, but you never know when you see people on TV if they're really like, I mean, they say they married, but you know, you guys were sitting there enjoying a cocktail and just talking and laughing. I said, you know what? I got to go tell them I'm so fond of her. And I told him I wanted him to nip tuck me and uh, <laughs> botch me, whatever he wanted to do. So that's why. So I appreciate you even taking the time out to even say hi, because it was like refreshing because I don't do that. I don't like to bother people, you know, but 
you were open, so I appreciate well, it. Well, you were amazing, and we loved meeting you. And then when you started telling me your story and all the work you've done and, and everything, it was just – it's incredible. I kind of, I want to talk about everything, but I want to start by talking about this idea of being a mentor because – you, from a very early yeah. age, yeah. really knew yeah. that that was in the cards for you. Because it's funny, sometimes, sometimes when I when I meet someone and I'll say, like, did you always know you were going to do fill in the blank? They're like, well, you know, it wasn't on my Pinterest board right. that right. I wanted to be a mentor or whatever. Right. How did that all start? Actually, you know, I didn't know that I was a mentor until a young lady told me that I was her mentor. I had a complex growing up because my name is Cinder Eller. And, um, Why did they... Why did they name you? My dad, last name's Eller, and he always said he wanted his black Cinderella. This is what he said. Now, I don't know. I got to go off what he said, right? And so I, the cinder mean burn ashes. And so being dark-skinned, I used to be like, why why did my dad, like, why did he peel up cinder, you know? Come to find out backstory. Okay, my father is an ex-NFL player. Mm -hmm. His name is Carl Eller. He's in the Hall of Fame. He was in the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. And so his best friend's name was Bob Brown, and he played for the Raiders, I believe. His wife's name is Cecilia. They call her CC. So my initials is Cinder K C C E, which is CC. He was very fond of his wife, and she thought she was beautiful and very elegant. And he said that he named me CC behind Bob Brown's wife. However, about that, I don't know. Oh. I don't know Bob Brown like you name up your daughter after my my wife, but <laughs> but that's the story that he gave me because when I met Bob Brown in '04, he was like, "This is Cecilia Cinder. Her name is Cecilia." So he said Cinder Cecilia CC, and that's where it came from. So. So then I think he also had the twist of Cinderella, like Cinderella. Cinderella, which I think is so special. It's so but my sweet. sister is Holiday. Her name is after Billy Holiday. And then my bre- my brother is Regis Eller, Regis Hubert Eller after Hubert Humphrey. So my dad had all these, you know, ideas. You I know? love that. Yeah. That's so great. Okay, so you start. Tell me about Oh, the I'm mentorship. sorry. Okay, so let me go back. So when I was about probably 18, 19 years old, the young ladies that I was working with in a church, and they were only four years younger than I, but they were looking up to me. And so fast forward, I was, no, no, let's back up. I was working with them at the church, like doing activities, going to different field trips, going to church camp, doing, you know, um, craft stuff and just talking to them. Cinder, I'm having a problem. And I like this little boy and whatever it was. And I was always the one that was like, come on, let's talk. Come sit with me. Oh, I love your hair. Let me do your hair. Let me make sure you look pretty. And fast forward, she emailed me on social media and says, Cinder, I always want to tell you thank you to young ladies, because the way you carried yourself, I know that I had a problem with my skin complexion, but I appreciate you always been out front and showing who you are because it made me feel more comfortable in my skin. That's great. I didn't know it until she told me, like maybe eight, nine, maybe 10 years ago, two young ladies, one I went to school with, her sister and I graduated together and she was much younger and she's the dark one out of the family and so am I. And so I was like, oh, I'm the black sheep. I always say that, right? And then she said the same thing. So I was like, wow, I didn't realize. She said, thanks for being a mentor. And that's when it clicked. So fast forward, been in law enforcement for 28 years. During this time, I was um, myself and my lieutenant. Um, we started a um, group called Girl Circle. And we would go to all the schools, elementary, junior high, and high school, and literally have a round table and speak about everything under the sun and the only thing that we we could not discuss anything unless it was sexual assault 
or uh, like a domestic violence, like little boy or something like that. But everything else, sex, everything was in-house, personal, hygiene. We taught hygiene. I taught etiquette. We talked about bullying. I mean, all of this. And so now those young ladies are like 21 and 22 and 25. That's amazing. And ironically, um, I'm going to skip a little bit, but during the show as a bailiff, one of the girls was on my show, and she brought her baby, and she said, aren't you Eller? And I was like, yeah. She said, you mentored me when I was in the sixth grade. That's so how, crazy. And look at how full circle that full comes. Full circle. And how the kind of change you can affect is amazing. And I, you just don't know until you do it, until somebody yeah. come and say, you know what? Thank you for whatever you've done. And you're like, that's a mentor. Yeah. So and, and it clicked. And I said, you know what, God? I'm a servant. I serve in the church. I serve in the community. I'm a servant. And I said, that's mentoring. And t- you, sometimes people don't want to be up front and, like, be that person up front. But I, it's innate. It's me. That's just who I am. If something's going on, I'm like, I'm a, okay, Heather, what, what, what's going on? What you, right. you know, I just do it. I don't know. They say nosy not. But I handle things differently by embracing and kind of like mentoring them through. I think it's very special. I mean, I have to say, like, I I often think about when I used to just do scripted television Mm -hmm. and people would come up to me and they'd be like, oh, I like your show or I like your character or something like that. Yeah. And but now it's very different. And it's more like, oh, you know, you helped me when you talked about your daughter or that kind of thing. And I love that because if you can affect one person, right. 10 people, 100, but just even one, one. person, mm-hmm. you've done it. Mm-hmm. I right? always say each one, teach one. If I get one person, then I've done my job. But it seems like it matriculates. It, get, it keeps going and <clears throat> yeah. going. And then that person teaches that person and that person teaches that person. And I just embrace them. And then the parents call me, Cinder, can you come talk to my baby? Cinder, can you? I love take, that. You know, so that's how it started. So I was 18. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding. But you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear a white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral, maybe, or you're depressed. About- anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. How old were you when you joined the Inglewood PD? Because it was in the 90s. It was in the 90s. So I was two. I was when I got interviewed, I was 23. Okay, so set the stage for me. So you're 23. (laughs) You joined the Inglewood PD. Mm hmm. I mean, this is, I, I mean, I think between OJ and Rodney King. All of that. Right? And, very good. Very good. Right. It was. And very so good. I was here then uh, out in L.A. during that period of time. I, what was that experience like? And I can't imagine there were any, Was there? were there any other or many other women of color in the PD? Yeah. Um, there were several women. As a matter of fact, I had a sergeant. I had a, let me see, I had maybe... And that's good that you asked that because 
Inglewood, people think because Inglewood is in an urban area that we're predominantly black. And it's not the department. It's actually white, Hispanic, then black. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I started, it was more black. But, of course, everybody started retiring. So you're right about that. And so where did you said OJ? Because I was actually at the academy up north in uh, near Sacramento, not next summer, uh, Oakland, somewhere up that way. And I had to go to the academy up there. And I met some friends up there that came back down. And after, when the OJ Simpson had happened, they came down and I took them up to his house. So you were dead right on they were just, you know, being spectators. And then, Sandra, take me up no, here. No, I remember. And I, remember I remember all the tour buses used to go on the route wow. that O.J. Rodney drove. King, I was working at, I used to work at Guest Jeans, mm-hmm. um, Marciano Brothers. I did yeah. that. I used to work for L.A. Gear. I've had a lot of jobs, really good, fun jobs. But Rodney King, the day of Rodney King, I was at Guest Jeans. And I remember they was shutting down all all the doors and like go home and I remember driving down the 110 freeway and going home and I seen all the fires so I wasn't yet at the police department but I was there for the the OJ what made you want to join the police department I'm gonna be totally honest I had a son at 21 years old and I was working at the hospital at the time and I said you know what I need a better job to take care of my son I was a single parent. I was married, but then I became a single parent. And so I was like, you know what? I need to go take a test for the city. And I was raised in Inglewood. And I said, let me just go over to the Inglewood Police Department. And I said, send her. Here's an application. And I filled it out. And it took a year or so for them to come. I was at work, and I got a knock at the door. And it was a, a gentleman and said, hey, you know, would you? I'm Mr. Rick Clark, you know, Officer Rick Clark. Would you like to come and apply for Inglewood? I was like, Yes. That day that I took the test, let's go back. When I took the test, I took it for dispatcher. I was with my son's father. He made me late to the, so we were arguing, and he made me late to the test. And when I walked in, they said, you're one minute late. I said, please. I was crying. I was like, please, you don't understand. I really need this. I'm I'm about to be a single parent, and I need this. My son is only one years old. Like, I need this. Oh, I'm getting chills. And they said, come on in, and I passed the test. But I did not hear until about a year and a half later. Wow. Why such a, why such a long time? Background checks, and at the time, a lot of people were getting hired. Yeah. So that it was just pick, a, you know, the number. And so what was that experience like? So when I first got in, I, I interviewed for a dispatcher. So, no, let's go back. Let's, let's go back. Background checks are very, very deep. Like, they go to neighbors. I mean, they should be, right? Yeah. They yeah. go to neighbors. They go to family. They check your credit. They uh, they make you write letters if the credit is not right. And explaining time, it. Explaining yep. it. Um, you're stressed out because you're like, wait a minute, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to say anything. You know, I only had like a couple of credit card bills, probably $150 worth, but it was late at that time. Right. I'll be totally transparent. And so I was like, okay, let me write this letter. Why? And they was like, okay, Cinder, we'll work with you. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So that was after the test. So then you have about six to eight months for background because they're going to your door. They're asking, they called my dad. They called my mother. She was living in DC at the time. They talked to all of my siblings. I have two sets of siblings. They talked to my family, like literally all my jobs. Were you worried about any of them? Like, did you, I mean, no, I'm I'm thinking about my family, like what I've called one and been like, listen, (laughs) you better say something nice. (laughs) No, I really wasn't because I was always working. My mom moved away when I was 
I hate to tell it because she'd be mad, but 17. And um, she had just got married to my stepfather, who she's with now, and he's in the military. So at 17, I was already on my own, paying right. my bills with my That's sister. Hard. It was That's a trip. Young. It's a trip to think about it, right? So then I had to start working. I was in college. I was doing all of that on my own. So then when I met my son's father, he was traveling. He was an athlete, and I was traveling around the world with him. And so when I got pregnant, I came back home, and that's when it started. And I was like, I need a better job. I need medical benefits. I need all that. So it's 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 so much, Heather. It's such a trip that you're bringing you, this up because were, it's like it, bring it, it brings all back. it. Yeah. But were you scared to work there? Yeah. Honestly, when I first became a dispatcher, um, it was very difficult. They used to call me the Bible girl, so they gave me a Bible because I left the dispatch and. I was hearing people jump off, like, about to commit suicide, and I had to talk them down. And then I'm getting into it with the officers because I'm new, and you got to save, you know, you got to make sure that their lives are okay. And they were asking questions, and I didn't know. And they was like, well, who are you? Like, what are you doing? And so I was like, wait a minute. It's a lot of pressure. It's not for me. Yeah. So 10 months in, I said, it's not for me. So they said, okay, Cinder, we're going to send you to the jail. And I did the jail for 13 years. The jail was an, uh, was a, a better place? <laughs> it, I, I, know, I know. I think it, it I, I guess, that I don't was know. was the better place to go? In the, in Sorry, actuality, honey, that's not working for you. We're sending you to jail. Okay, we're going to send you to the jail. You know, it was that or being at the, it was just so many, it was very Wait, little. But what, did they tell you what the, you were going to do at the jail? And what yeah. kind of jail are we talking about? Is okay, like, so. Is it like, you know, Barney Fife with the one cell or? Or is it like a <laughs> yeah. huge okay, so, place? So Inglewood Police Department have their own jail. Okay, Inglewood Police Department is their own police department, police agency, I'm sorry, within L.A. County. Okay. So we have a temporary holding facility. So we can house up to comfortably, because we have cells like this with no bunks and no right. beds. Right. So comfortably about 75, 80 people on a That's good a day. a lot of people. On a good day. But we have a... Temporary holding tank. We have a felony tank, a misdemeanor tank. We have a woman's tank. And where are they putting you? In the front. Like when you walk through the door, and you if you ever look at a, if you came in and you looked, you would see the bars and it's a plexiglass and you're on the other side of the plexi. You're still the intake. Yeah, I'm the intake. You're the intake. Right. So okay. when you come in, I literally have to pat you down. I have stop to strip it. search you. D- stop it. I've seen everything, a, Heather, from the rooter a, to the tutor. Seriously? Seriously. Do they give you a class on I this? I had to go to academy. Another one. So I went to two different academies. Here's the gloves. Bend over. What to look for. Spread them. Oh, dear. It's vulgar. Underneath the breast. You've got a strong stomach. Underneath the scrotum. I'm sorry. Lift it all up. But everything. Yeah. I'm going to be... This is gross. What's the weirdest thing you ever confiscated? A gun. Where was it? In her breast. She was a very large breast woman. Who comes into the jail with the gun? She had a gun in her breast. Let me tell you another story. There was a, a gun that was found in one of the cells, and the janitor, he found it and was like, Cinder, like literally flipping it, like, Cinder, look what I found. Thank God. And it was loaded. Thank God that we weren't mean to these people at that time. But it was a full tank, so nobody can tell whose gun it was. And nobody's going to say, oh, that was mine, right? But that means that somebody didn't strip search him well. Right. Somebody didn't pat him down well. Then another thing, remember 40 ounce? I don't know if you know about a 40 ounce can of beer. Okay. That big. Yeah, yeah. This derelict came in and we saw him drinking. We was like, where did that come from? He had it tucked in his pant oh. in his boot. Another one. But this isn't like locked up abroad where they like shove all the drugs up their butt kind no, of No, they do. They do. We're the t- we're the we're the jail before you go to the big jail. Okay. 
So we're we're the small jail before you get so to the county aren't jail. Aren't you nervous with these people coming? Two surgeries down. Look, two surgeries down. Yes, ma'am. Why? What happened? Physical activity. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a lot of stories together. It's a lot. That's crazy. So, all right. So, how I had a transgender, also a gentleman that came in, and I had a feeling that he was a man, but I wasn't sure. So I just treated him like a woman, and I was like, "Hey, I gotta go pat you down." I took him, took her to the back, and my partner was a gentleman, so he was standing outside the tank. Mm-hmm. So as I started strip searching her, I found out it was a man, and he he had drugs up his butt and you know and everything and so I'm like why you didn't tell me so he was so embarrassed that he hit me and it became like a big fight oh. and so they had to come in and God. it was a man his hands were bigger but they was like oh Cinder we got a tall one like you but something told me but I still treated him like a woman mm-hmm. never knew so then he got a you know a case against assaulting me and it's been a lot it's That's a lot cr- all right so how long were you there for 13 years Okay, 14 years. 14 years, 13, 14 you're years. at the police department. No, 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 at the jail. At the jail. And then how do you go from that to being a bailiff? How did that all happen? So, no, see, this is so... <laughs> I've been at the police department 28 years. The bailiff job, this is... So someone in the community, I in my high school, she was a security guard. Okay. Somebody was looking for a bailiff for the show, okay? She had her daughter... Say the name of the show. Oh, oh, yeah. Justice for All with Judge Christina Perez. Justice for All uh, under Byron Allen um, Networks. Uh, I think it's called Entertainment Network. I love Byron. He's awesome. And haven't met him and tell him hi. Okay. Okay, When you see him. And so the the teacher, the security guard, her daughter was a teacher with us. Okay. I mean, with the school district of Inglewood Unified School District. Well, years ago, she asked me to help out with her with some kids, some foster children, and give them toys and everything because I do the toy drive for the police department. So I blessed her with this. So she remembered. And then fast forward, she found out that that they needed a bailiff. And she said, go tell Cinder. She'll be perfect for it. So I wasn't – so it's just what you've done in the past, how things – how the universe, how God really works. Because when you do nice for people, they bring you up and they say, you know what? I'm going to do nice by, I'm going to do right mm-hmm. by her. And so because I did right by her years ago, Heather, I kid you not, maybe 15 years ago, she remembered me and then said, I want her to do it. So I got a phone call. Cinder, would you like to be a bailiff on TV? I was like, what you mean? I said, I did that anyway. Like, no, like for real on court TV. I said, for who? They was like, we don't know yet. But we want you to interview. I said, sure. COVID happened. So that was in 2019-20. I didn't get the call until 2022. Isn't that crazy? And they called me back and said, are you interested? I was like, sure. I had to do an interview on Zoom, literally on Zoom. And I'm sitting there talking to myself, and I got the video. I was like, okay, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? I'm sitting like I'm talking to you, and I'm in front of my – I went into my captain's office, and nobody was there. And it was the TV, and I'm sitting there talking to myself like they said 3 o'clock. You better be on at 3 o'clock because if you're not on at 3 o'clock, then we're going to – you're going to, you know – Pass you, you know, pass you up. I was like, okay, so two forty-five. I'm sitting right. there. I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm talking to tick myself. Tock, tick, I'm like, tock. so then I had on a suit coat, a, a collared shirt, but I had on jeans at the bottom. So I was like, they're not gonna see me because it's COVID, you know. Right. So I'm sitting there, and it says, "Hi, Cinder," and I was like, "Hi." They said, "Read this," and it says, "All rise, all rise" is what they wanted me to say. Oh crap! Court you had is to now get in up. session. I said, "All rise, Cart not in session. Now in session." She says. No, I need you to say it with some power. I said, all rise. Court is now in session. She said, no. Do it one more time. I said, okay, hold on. 
And I stood up and I said, oh, and I had on jeans but a suit coat. And I said, all rise. Court is now in session with the Honorable Judge Chris. Um, it wasn't it was it wasn't Christina Perez, but I said Christina Perez. And they said, thank you. It's over. I said, wait a minute. You don't want to know my name, who I am, what I do for a living. Nothing. It was nothing. A week later, they called me and said, come in for a physical look. Wear your uniform. I said, okay. And I went in, wore my uniform, and they took me all through it. About two weeks later, Byron Ads producer, Mrs. Patricia Wilson, she called me on a Sunday while I'm holding my friend's baby and said, we want to hire you. I kid you not. It's just. I got chills from that. That is so it's a It's cool. real. That it's is real. so cool. And so. How much? How many? How many years from the moment you were put up for this show to the moment you got that call? Two and a half. Two COVID. and a half years. COVID. Two thousand nineteen. No, let me tell you what's so weird too. Her husband, Patricia Wilson's husband, is the was the chief of LA County Fire Department, Chief Osby. Chief Osby called me around the exact same time. They called me to help him with some work for the fire department. I couldn't do it. I'm a homeless liaison too. I run the homeless liaison for the. I run the homeless program for the city, right? So he was like, Cinder, I need you to help me. I was downtown at the Biltmore at a homeless meeting. He said, well, COVID happened. Can't help me. Fast forward, the day that she hired me, Patricia, I said, I know your husband. She said, who? I said, Chief Osby. She said, hold on. She put him on the phone. And he was like, hi, Cinder. I said, guess what? You called me the same time your wife called me, and they were not married. They were not married yet. That is so crazy. They were not married. They're married now, but they were not married. She called me. He called me. Totally different times. Same time. How bizarre. Oh, I got something for you. Wait till you hear this about what? you. What? What about me? Oh, you, wanna, you ready? I'm you ready? ready. I'm ready. So, oh my God. Judge Perez. Yes. I told her I was going to call her if, she, if I call her and, and, and put her on. All right. We'll call uh, her. Okay. Judge Perez's daughter yeah. is in school with your daughter. Stop it. At Tuff University? Yes. Oh, my God. Get her on the phone. Will, okay. you, hold, will you hold the phone up yes. to the microphone? Yes. I told her. And she says, please tell her that my baby's there with her daughter. <gasps> Stop it. That's not it. Wait till you hear this. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Here, let's hear. Let's see. Hello? Okay, Judge. I'm here. And you're being recorded. And Heather's here. Hi, Heather. Hi, how are you? It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, too. Okay, tell her the good news. What what good news? Oh, so your daughter attends the same university that my daughter, or I should say they both attend the same university. I just heard that. That is so amazing. Is she a freshman also? No, my daughter's a sophomore. sophomore. Oh, fantastic. Does she love it? She loves it. I mean, super independent kid, but her first year, because... No, her junior year because of COVID. No junior year because of COVID. Right. Three months of senior year. And, you know, she's an only child, but you wouldn't really know it. She's super independent, just fun. But then she got so homesick. Yeah, it's hard for them. Mine too. For the first couple months. I mean, that's a whole story in and of itself, what we went through. But she got so acclimated. She's on the basketball team there. That's Um, so great. Hey, you know, I'm going there a week from Saturday. If you want me to bring your daughter anything, let me know. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) I I will let you know. You are so sweet. I'm totally serious. I'm going to be there because she's not coming home for spring break. So Neither is mine. We're going to have to get them to know each other. When you're in Boston and I'm in Boston, we're going to have to get together. Well, I'm going to have to go to Boston 
Boston too, Judge. <laughs> I love you, Judge. It is just such a fun city. And let me tell you, these kids are amazing at the school. Like, by the, is she having a good time now? Yeah, she's better. You know, she's got an anxiety issue, so it's been mm-hmm. difficult for her. But I think she's managing. And you know, I told her she's got a twin brother who's here oh. at LMU, and I oh. and I told them recently. I said, you know, the thing I feel bad about is I forgot to tell you that freshman year is hard. It's, yes. It's just, it's, it's a lot of life changes. Right. And yes. your new school, new friends, new place, what a new city, all of it. And it's difficult and you got to give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, you know, and she also, like what I told my daughter, my daughter's name is Sophia. You need to go out there and do fun things. You know, go down to Davis Square, get your nails done, you know, get your eyebrows done. <laughs> Whatever you do, go I'm, out once a week and go out to dinner and ask people to go with you. Don't be shy. As if you've never been, but you have to make a routine for yourself because if there's no routine being so far from home, then it's harder. You right. know, I had a hard time going to UCLA and I live 30 minutes away. A hundred percent. I just gave her the same exact speech about the routine. The hard yeah. part is, you know, sometimes they don't really want to hear it from mom, but... I know, I yeah, know, but, but my, my kid had to hear it. But yeah, but, and if not, if you're comfortable, I will give, um, maybe we can introduce the girls. I would love can, to. I'm going they, to, if it's okay, I'll get your number from Cinder and I'll text you course. and then we'll get them together. Thanks, Judge. Yes. It was so great speaking to you. Definitely. I have so much fun things to say about the university. So good. So that'll be some other time when we got to talk to each other. But I'm so glad that you two met. Me too. And And as you know, she's the most fabulous person. She's she's freaking amazing. (laughs) She's freaking amazing. And she and I are going to go get... Uh, consultation from your husband for sure. <laughs> yes, we go. <laughs> we so gonna get. Funny. Yes, we are. Thanks, I told you. I have to tell you. Listen, I am never. I shouldn't say this, but I'm never like. I mean, you know the business we live in, right? Yeah. But there, there, we both, my husband and I, watch botched all the time, <laughs> and just loved your husband. And I told my him. husband. My husband to watch something like that, I mean, he really doesn't watch TV, but for him to watch something like that, it was, he's like, what are you watching? What do you, and then he's like, oh, did you tape them? Did you tape them? <laughs> okay. That's what I told him. I told him that judge when I saw him, I said, I want you to botch me. You want me to, what you want to do? You know, you can get me. Well, I will pass that along to him. He will love that. So thank yes, you. Yes, she's awesome. So thank you so much for taking care of Cinder. Of you guys have to get connecting. And I definitely mean it. Whatever you need from, from my kid or anything you need while you're there and when we're there, we would be happy to, you know, oh. it's just such a great school fantastic so. and iu and and st- honestly the offer is open i'm going to be there in a week okay good all right all judge. Right. all right Thank take guys. care bye, bye judge <laughs> that's judge christina perez but is she so fabulous she's really nice you know and i didn't we didn't know how we were going to jail you yeah. know so every time it's like two months in between that we see each other we saw during the december mm-hmm. so there's so many judges on the network now that they have to like schedule out right so but she and i so i call her like hey judge we got to talk before because i don't want it to be uncomfortable each time i go in and we got to start all over to be right, comfortable with each right. other so i always try to check in or she'll text like hey what's going on girl what's happening so we could it would be generic because at first now it, we're in over 150 shows maybe i don't even know because we tape 10 shows a that's day that's amazing and aren't you a history making bailiff yes 
Okay, so I'm the first female bailiff for Byron Allen, but I'm the first black female bailiff in history. Yes, you are. Friend. And I didn't know that until somebody told me. It's really cool and so well-deserved. And you're such a trailblazer in so many ways. I mean, it's really incredible. And it's really incredible how you have given your life for service and continue even in huge success to do so. So, I mean, I know we're not we're going to run short on time, but I really want you to tell everyone about the Glass Slipper Foundation. First of all, I love the name. Thank you. It's yeah. a great place. I embraced. I embraced. I okay, embraced. As you should. <laughs> tell me how you came up with this. Tell me what it does and tell me how we can help. Okay, let me tell you this why the judge because it's what not the judge, but your husband, mm-hmm. Mr. DeBro. So, last week I did get a consultation, okay? I don't care. I tell everybody. I did a consultation. The doctor that did the consultation. For plastic surgery. For plastic surgery. Okay. Your husband and the doctor were in residence together for four years. They were friends. Dr. Black. That's crazy. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. No. So he said they were like best friends. They lived in the same room together. Okay. So ask about Dr. Black. Okay. I don't know. But okay. So fast forward. The Glass Slipper Foundation, um, I started in 2020 during COVID. And I was sitting there one day and I said, you know what? I keep doing... Uh, things for the community, I should do it for myself. I'm doing so much for the police department. I, I plan all the events for the police department. I plan the toy drives. I plan everything that goes on with the PD. It comes through me. And so I said, I need to do it for myself. And I was sitting there and I literally went online and I um, went on LegalZoom and I started filling out the paperwork. And I filled it out, and I got it within a day return that I got the foundation. So I just went online and said the Glassberg Foundation. I had to look it up. I bought the the name, the mm-hmm. domain name. But there's a lot of glass slippers, but they're not in California. So I said, well, I'm going to keep it, you know. And I was sitting there, and I said, you know, I need to do something for the kids. And so that's where it started. I want to give back. So the first thing I did, 2021, I got it. I mean, 2020, I gave a prom for at-risk youth. And it was because there was no proms. So I went, um, and I went to the high school I went to, which is Morningside High School, and in the city of Inglewood. And I went to the continuation schools, and I said, hey, how can I give back? I want to give a prom. And that was during the time that people were getting the COVID shots and everything. Right. So it was like, well, Center, I don't know. And I was like, no, it's going to work. Don't worry about it. I'm going to do it. And within three months, Heather, I planned a beautiful prom for 40 kids. Some was autistic. Some was disabled. Some were straight-A students. Some didn't think they would ever go to a prom. Everything was paid for. I got hair, nails, makeup, transportation, um, suits, tuxedos, everything done, paid for. I had a car show. It made it on Channel 7. Um, the news came out, and they still show it on Channel 7 every wow. like every day for community, um, like a community thing. And yeah. I go, can I get some residuals from that? Like, what? <laughs> but I can't. I, uh, I can't. <laughs> but I'm like, whoa, it's crazy. So from that, I did it again. I gave a prom dress giveaway, and each year they're asking me to kind of do a prom or a prom dress giveaway. You know what I mean? Something I like that. that. So I'm doing another one this year. Okay. So I'm looking for donations. I need like, yeah, I'm in. I need like dresses and jewelry donations or whatever because I'm going to convert a, a vacant building. Um, this, as a matter of fact, one of the business owners he's going to give it to me for three months for free um, to have my prom stuff there. So I got to reconfigure it. Amazing. And, yeah, and so I'm gonna have red carpet and just come and, and make them look pretty. And then I have another business owner is going to take them downtown on a party bus and have them get their dresses. It's, so probably like two or three hundred children. That is amazing. Yeah, it's my third year. 
And and so where do you hope to go with it? Just as wherever it can go. As big as possible. As big as possible. I love it. I mean, you're amazing. You're you're such it's an just, incredible you know, woman. I I feel really blessed to have run into you, but I feel like we were meant to meet. Yeah. Full meant circle. to connect. A hundred percent. I'm totally in on um your foundation and I'm really excited to contribute. Um what's next for you? You're kind of I'm gonna be honest. Uh, top of tomorrow your game. I have a in, I have a Friday. I have a meeting with a production company. I'm putting it out there now. Do yeah. it. Put it out. Uh, they're gonna do a six part docu series on me through the community. So it's like it's gonna be like on a Netflix or something. Wow. And they want me to drive around the community and talk about what I do, and then kind of bring light to Inglewood and all the things. You know, we have the stadium and we have the Clipper Stadium, and Bomber owns everything, and then Cronky mm-hmm. owns everything. Thing, so they want to see that, but they want to see the nooks and crannies of who, the, the pillars of the community, who's where it started, and people don't realize that you know it was water running through the Inglewood, and how you know we had the Hollywood Rice Track. It's a lot of history that people don't know. It was predominantly white when we first got there, when I first moved there in '76. So it's a lot of history that I know, not just me. It's a lot of people, but I'm just going to be the face and the vessel to put it out there. How fantastic! That's yeah. amazing. So then they wanted when the when the uh, Olympics come, they want it so that they can show it to people. So when they come, they say, oh, this is what's going on in Inglewood. Yeah. The opening ceremony is going to be in Inglewood. How fantastic. I have a great boss, Mayor Buds. I mean, I have my, that's the mayor of Inglewood. And then I have Chief Fronterada. He's my chief. And I have a really good Mecca, actually, you know, and they, they trust me to be the face of the police department. Amazing. You're incredible. I adore you. Thank you. Thank you, you so much oh, for being your here. Gift. Oh, your oh. gift. All right. Your gift. And oh I made this. Oh, my goodness. I made that. All right. I handmade it, so I hope you like it. It's made out of burlap. It's a purse. Open oh, my it God. Up. That's so cool. Open it. There's something else in there. Oh, my God. I'm taking this to Mexico tomorrow. So it's lined. You made this? Yes. I cut it and everything. That is my gorgeous. neighbor. Where do your talents stop? I know. Seriously. I make jewelry. This is oh, another thing I my. made. All right, all right. Those are drink covers. So when you go out, you can just put your drink over and you like put your so. Straw no one in there. roofies you exactly. Oh, that's genius. I've never seen that ever. Yeah, I make them with with jewelry too. So these are just the cloth because you can wash them and just throw them in the in your hand and just and just that cover it's it. like you can it's, put it on there. It's like a let me explain it. It's like it's like a shower cap for your drink, basically. And it's got a hole for your straw. Yes. That is genius. I made that. And I have different colors. Oh, my God. That is so cool. All right. We're going to post this. I just give everything away. I know it's crazy. It's crazy, especially because you could uh, proceeds could go to the foundation. And you're right. And I have so much. If you see my house, it's just a craft. What is it? Oh, and my then God. This so is for, many presents. Yeah. It's for your husband. But you can open it up. It's All right, fun. I'll open it for him. It's several things for everybody. Oh, my God. That's so cool. It's four of them because you have four kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my God! They're LA champion hats. That's it. The Super Rams Bowl. Super Bowl. That and is super cool. That's a mug from the police department. Oh my God! And a police. So if he keeps this in his car and he gets pulled over, <laughs> yeah. Well, in they, yeah. Do you want to know something? My husband never gets a ticket ever because really? the police and 
and doctors really have a good relationship. They do. Right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> me, I'd be hauled off to jail. Probably. Like, wait a minute. Who are you? Right? <laughs> Let me run your name. This is fabulous. Thank you You're so welcome. much. You're such a special person. Thank you. Really. Thank you for being here. Tell everyone, first of all, before you go, tell everyone how to find you on social media, where to watch the show, and how to find the foundation. Okay. My name is Cinder Eller Kimball. Um, Facebook is under Cinder Eller Kimball. Instagram is also under Cinder Eller. And bailiff cinder justice for all for the show now the show comes on now on channel nine but um, channel nine changed it and they don't have the court block anymore from nine to 11 in the morning now we're at three o'clock in the morning uh channel nine 3 a.m but you Say can kind of yeah man. dvr like tape it's it or whatever judge christina perez and um i'm also work for the Ingwood police department if you want to Catch me there. Everybody knows me. Community Affairs, the face of the PD. You can Google my name. I'm there everywhere. You and my foundation, the Glassover Foundation, at Los Angeles at gmail.com. Fantastic. And thank you all so much for being here. Like I said, next week it's going to be big. I'm really excited. And I hope you all have a great weekend. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Thursday and Friday on Podcast One, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a lovely five-star rating. Go to Apple Podcasts and say how much you love Heather Dubrow's World. See you next week.